Happy New Year. I wanted to come on for a short solo episode just to say Happy New Year and to share some new news with you. And I will be doing more of these solo episodes this year coming up in 2023. So based on your feedback, I'm going to start doing these podcasts every other week. I know that many of you, along with myself, I have several different podcasts that I like to listen to. And you guys have shared that doing it less frequently will allow you to catch up and enjoy all of the shows that you like to listen to. So in addition to episodes every other week, I'll probably be doing more of these solo episodes just coming on more often throughout the month. I also want to thank you so much for your amazing reception and support of Live the Width of Your Life, the book that I wrote. It actually went out at the end of the year on December 27th. We had our official live date. And I cannot tell you how excited I am. The weekend of the launch and actually the day itself, we hit international bestseller in several categories, which is just amazing. And I'm so grateful that you are reading the book and that you are posting and sharing. And for all those that have written reviews, thank you, thank you, thank you. So grateful for that. I also wanted to share some other things that many of my clients and friends and I were talking about, which is, you know, are New Year's resolutions dead? Should we set resolutions or how do we approach the new year? So I thought I would share what I love to do. And um, maybe there's something here that resonates with you. But I also want to hear the things that you enjoy doing in the new year. So a couple of years ago, I started doing a year end recap or just a reflection exercise. So the end of December, usually the week right after Christmas, before New Year's, I spent some time, extra time in meditation, doing breath work, just in quiet time with myself. And I asked myself a couple of questions. And I think it's important to do this before I even set any new intentions or resolutions for the upcoming year. So I asked myself a couple questions, which is, how did I spend the majority of my time this year? I looked through my calendar And I take a look at what my calendar looks like because I put everything in there. I put in my self-care, I put in trips, I put in time that I block to do things that bring me joy, my daily joy. And of course, all the work meetings and client calls and everything else. So I ask myself, where did I spend the majority of my time? And I include all my social stuff on my calendar as well and in my planner. And that gives me a really good sense of how much time I spent and allocated to different areas of my life. And then I say, how do I feel right now? Am I energized? Am I excited? Do I feel well rested? Am I tired? Am I stressed? And that's a really good gauge to say is where I spent my time. Does that align to how I want to feel and the energy and the frequency and the vibration that I bring into this world? And then I take a look at photos. I look at photos taken throughout the year and just see who do I spend time with? What were the relationships that were most meaningful to me? Did I spend enough time with my family, with my friends, with my husband, with my children? Did I spend time doing things that I enjoy? Maybe time in nature or enjoying the beautiful outdoors, et cetera. And if the answer is no, that is a really good gauge for me to make some changes in the upcoming year. So I look at if how I spent time aligns with my life goals. I look at my health, my mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. I look at my relationships. I look at my career, my travel, growth and development, finances, everything. 
And that really gives me a good sense of maybe any adjustments I need to make where I was doing a good job and maybe where I want to make some changes in the upcoming year. No judgment, but just being able to get a really good assessment. I then focus in on what I am releasing. There are things that we have coping skills or little saboteurs, limiting doubts, beliefs, stories that we tell ourselves, things that keep us stuck or playing small things that sometimes they really just don't serve us any longer. And sometimes it's even relationships that maybe don't serve us like they used to. I let go of that stuff and I ceremoniously, I write it down and I'll either burn it, I'll cross it out or whatever feels right in the moment, but I release it and just kind of shed myself of those things and saying, these are not the things that I'm carrying forth in the upcoming year. So we had two pipes burst during um, during the break. It was actually the Friday before Christmas Eve. And it made me think of a Bible verse that I really enjoy. So the Bible verse is from Mark chapter 2, verses 22. And it says, No one pours new wines into old wine skin. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and both the wine and the wine skins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wine skins. And this made me think about how if we want to change something in our life, we have to change first. We have to do the work for ourselves first. So if I want to make room for new blessings, I have to remove the things, release the things that don't align with that energy. So with the pipes bursting, uh, luckily not much was damaged, but it did give me an opportunity because one of them happened in my closet <laughs> to go through and say, are there things here that don't bring me joy anymore? How can I release them? And we can do the same thing with emotional stuff. The other thing that I love to do is to write myself a letter. So this was something was like a best practice. And I can't remember if it was Marie Forleo or, or Mel Robbins, someone who did something a couple of years ago on end of the year work. And I loved it so much. But writing a letter that I will read for myself on December 31st, 2023. And it's an aspirational letter addressed to myself from from me and really about how I want the year to unfold. What are the things that I'm grateful for? What are the things that I've made time for? How I've given back service to my community, et cetera. All the things that are most important to me. And it's aspirational, but it's written in the present tense. And I love the idea because it allows me to articulate to myself the things that are most important, those intentions that I want to set forth in the upcoming year. And there's something about writing them down or typing them that makes them really real. And I know that it's there. And so I don't usually read it after I write it until the end of the year, which is nice. And so it was great actually going back to the one I wrote for myself a year ago and seeing how many of the things that I intended for my life actually came true. And the other thing I love to do is to create vision boards. I've been doing this for years. And I, I what I do is I create a vision board and I frame it and I have it directly in front of me. So right here in my office, on my altar where I meditate, I have my vision board. And I love putting pictures and words, things that just make me happy, that really elevate my energy, my vibration when I look at it. And having it there and seeing those images and reading it every single day, right before I meditate and as I'm working, it just allows me to stay focused on the priorities and my intentions, the things that I think are important. We have distractions that come at us all the time. 
And for me, a vision board allows me to stay focused on the things that I said were most important. So last year I was turning 50. So when I did the vision board, I had 22, 22 was a year that I wanted to write my book and publish it. I wanted to launch a podcast. I wanted to have a big 50th birthday party. I wanted to travel a lot to go back and see my grandfather, to spend time with friends. So it was very action, had very driven, very masculine energy in certain ways. And this year, as I started working on my vision board and after spending some time checking in with myself, I feel like this year is going to be much more about feminine energy, more being in flow, allowing, recommitting to my health, optimal health, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, and just giving back a lot of service, spending time with the people that I care about making time for my self-care, the things that are most important, making room for daily joy and abundance. And so that means more reading. I love to read, but just even more, more time in yoga, more time in meditation, even more breath work, hikes, things that I really enjoy. And I encourage you guys to do the same thing. It's just so wonderful to be able to have a visual representation of the things that are important to you. So I want to thank you all for being a part of this community. I want to thank you for tuning into the podcast, supporting me in so many ways for purchasing the book. And if you are ready to make 2023 the best year ever, and you haven't purchased the book yet, take a look at it. You could take a look at it on Amazon, read the reviews that are available. But I created a book that I wanted to read, one that I think my clients want to read. And it has 365 daily posts with a journal prompt and a challenge, all focused on helping you create a life of intention and purpose with more passion and with more peace, but ways that it's very actionable and digestible every single day. So I really hope that you uh, take a look at it. And I am so grateful that you tuned in today as well. I wish you the best new year. And until next time, I'll see you next week.